0: It's episode four hundred and sixty-three of the Locked On Rangers podcast. It's playoff day—the first day of the MLB playoffs is here. There are no, there's no Rangers team in there, but there are some former Rangers in there. I'm gonna talk about which former Rangers you should be able to watch in this playoffs, make some playoff predictions before they start, and all kinds of other good stuff on this episode of Locked On Rangers. Let's get started. You are Locked On Rangers, your daily Texas Rangers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Texas Rangers. I'm your host, Bryce Patrick. It's part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Rangers your first listen of the day, even in the offseason. If you're still making us your first listen of the day, I really appreciate that. If you're not, you know, I'd appreciate it if you did. If not, no worries. But i appreciate you for watching and or listening. If you're not watching, you can go subscribe to our channel on YouTube. Look up Locked On Rangers. See the one where they're talking about baseball, not the one where they're talking about hockey. Fine podcast, but not my podcast. Um, But first, today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts that your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Now, the playoffs are starting, which, you know, as fans of non-contending teams it's my favorite time of year because I get to enjoy baseball again. I mean, I always tell myself and and tell you the listeners or watchers or uh, just random people who are my neighbors who happen to hear me through the wall um, to remember to enjoy baseball. And, you know, sometimes it gets hard to do that when your team is losing 102 games, but you know, we get to watch playoff baseball and you don't have a team that's really your team that has a rooting interest. So the highs and lows of the postseason aren't, you know, is higher, low, but I still really enjoy those highs when, you know, I'm a neutral fan. Like when that insane play happened in the world series last year, um, where the Rays ended up winning Randy Reina tripped and all kinds of things went wrong. I enjoyed the Holy heck out of that play. I also didn't have a heart attack cause it wasn't my team that it was happening to, but I still really enjoyed it. And you know, there are a lot of former Rangers that are in the playoffs. Nearly every team has a former Ranger, um, that pitch for the Rangers or played for the Rangers in some capacity. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of significant ones in there, or at least ones that are significant to me. And so I wrote a little bit about this for the Dallas Murray News last night. Uh, if you don't, if you haven't read it, um, go check out my Twitter, or I will link it in the audio version of this podcast show description. Um, so go check that out. But I'm going to start in the AL East on um, the AL East champs, the Braves, which, you know, I really respect the Braves for, even when they lost so many star players, so many great players, Ronald Acuna Jr. Who had over 900 OPS. I think it was near a thousand when he got hurt. Um, they still went for it because they're like, you know what? The NL East is bad and you know, hats off. I really respect them doing that. And they've got two relievers that are former Rangers, Luke Jackson. He pitched fewer than 20 innings with the Rangers. Um, had an electric fastball, pretty good slider. They thought he was going to be a starter for a while. Um, and it just didn't work out. So they traded him for pieces that, Ah, it just did not work out at all. Just really kind of a, all right, you want this guy? Take him. See if you can fix him. And they did. Um, he has been doing pretty good work for the Atlanta Braves this year. He threw 63 in two-thirds innings and struck out 70, while putting up a career best, 198 ERA. He was pitching in um, key situations. He's done fairly well for them in the past, um, has pitched in the postseason before because you know he's been with the Braves and they've been doing a lot of postseasoning lately. Um, so good on him. Good luck to him. Wish nothing but the best for Luke Jackson. Really great dude. Uh, really kind of funny guy. Um, one of the better Florida men that uh, I have had the pleasure of, of rooting for. And uh, another reliever in their bullpen is Chris Martin. Yeah, the Arlington native spent a season and a half with the Rangers. And the Rangers flipped him for Colby Alley, which felt like a pretty good deal at the time. Um, Martin has been doing fine enough with the Braves, not in as big a role as he was uh, last season. Um, but you know, still doing fine work. It feels like so long ago that they flipped him there and he's been there for a while. He's now 35. He has a 395 ERA. um in 43 and a third innings, um, struck out 33. Um, but you know, fine work, fine enough work. Um, didn't allow a lot of home runs under one per nine innings. Um, walks were fantastic. 1.2 per nine innings. Um, really stalled the stuff from him there. A guy who has been there, who has done that and has been in Atlanta for quite a while. So, uh, good on him. Drew Smiley is another former Ranger who only pitched for the Rangers very briefly. Um, Didn't have a very long stay with the Rangers, but has done fairly well. I didn't think, I didn't see a, you know, a turnaround for him. He started 23 of the 29 games. He pitched in 126 and two thirds innings, um, struck out fewer than a batter per inning, an area of 448, which is pretty high for the National League, but um, still did fine enough work. In case you were wondering, he pitched for the Rangers back in 2019, um, had an 842 ERA in 51 and a third innings. Not a great time with the Rangers, but has turned around and done fairly well this year and did well last year with the Giants as well granted a very limited sample size. So those are the Braves that um, have pitched on the Rangers or played to the Rangers. There's no position players that have played on the Rangers that are on the Braves. Now let's look at the next division winner. We're going a little bit more central. Um, we have got the Brewers and you know, there's really not much there. I don't think there's a single Ranger on the Brewers. They're one of the few teams that does not have any former Rangers on there. Um, yeah. Just keep scrolling through and there's absolutely nobody on here. Um, And nobody saw that was definitely noteworthy so let's go ahead and move on and we keep on going to the west the giants um yeah not a whole lot in the way of former rangers there um if you want to count him which you know i don't but you certainly can um friend of joey gallo uh chris bryant um is is on there so uh yeah if if you want to count that then that's about as close as you get um Other than that, there's really like nobody. I thought there was somebody on the 60-day IL um, that was a former Ranger, um, but I'm seeing that I am sorely mistaken. So we are another team that does not have any former Rangers on the roster for their postseason. Now, let's move on to the Dodgers, who have nobody on their roster who pitched for the Rangers in the big leagues, but do have a former Ranger who um, actually went to college in Texas, uh, Corey Knabel, a guy who... Is uh doing really well in their bullpen. Um, was with the Rangers, I believe they traded him in the uh Joaquin Soria trade to the Brewers. Um, I believe they even got him from the Brewers. Um, but uh, yeah, did not Corey Knebel. yeah. Uh, 244, 245 ERA in 27 games this year, 25 and two thirds innings. Um, it was a guy who was drafted out of the University of Texas by the Tigers um, in the first round. Um, back a few years ago. Let me double check this. He was uh yes, traded by the Rangers for with Marcos DePlan and Luis Sardinas to the Brewers for Giovanni Gallardo. Um the Rangers acquired him um along with Jake Thompson in the Joaquin soria trade back in 2014. Um so did not pitch for the Rangers in the major leagues, but still did some solid work um in getting them Giovanni Gallardo who did some decent work for the rangers now we move on to the cardinals the team that i am at the bottom you know I, I actually think i'm rooting for them more than the astros not that i'm rooting for them at all but if i were um this would be the team right there at the bottom but first i'm gonna take this quick break and hear this word from a sponsor to come back look a little bit more at former rangers on each of these teams right after this this episode is brought to you by rock auto with the ever increasing number of makes and models there's now Impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. RGD you do are often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning about your car, which things you might not know, um, and wait for the person behind the counter to order the parts on their computer, choosing from only the brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why do you spend with 30 50 even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership? That's way too much more. That's way too much more. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. The prices are reliably low for every single customer. They've got everything you need from all kinds of things. If you're a car person, you probably know much better than I do. Um, So go explore their easy-to-use website today. Find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car truck right locked on in their How'd You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need are at rockauto.com. Now, let's look at this Cardinals team. Um, there is one major former Ranger. Well, I, he's not even really major, um, but there's a lot of familiar faces that did beat the Rangers in 2011 in that World Series. Just kidding. Um, I forgot that uh, I'm in denial about that, uh, that the Rangers beat in 2011 to win a World Series. Uh, yes, uh, Adam Wainwright, who didn't pitch that year. Um, and uh, yeah, Yadier Molina still there. Uh, other than that, everybody else is not there. It it still blows my mind that they got Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado for, you know, basically nothing for how great they are. Um they're both doing amazing. Yadier Molina is still there. He's 38 years old and um he has a 667 ER or OPS and 11 home runs this year as a 38-year-old catcher who caught 121 games. That's that's still absolutely insane to me. Um but good on him. Adam Wainwright is there and 39 years old with a 305 ERA. Um, but we're here to talk about former Rangers, and none of those guys are former Rangers. But a guy who is a former Ranger, uh, Miles Michaels. You're thinking, huh? Who the heck is that guy? Miles Michaelis is a former All Star. He's a 32 year old, um, hasn't been doing super well this year as Mr time i only started nine games just under 45 innings for him but he came back and is healthy for this postseason run he was a former ranger in 2014 yeah he was a member of the 2014 texas rangers then took three years off to go pitch in japan totally reinvented himself came back in 2018 was an all-star his first season back in the league at 284 era um excuse me 283 era in just over 200 innings um but yeah pitched 10 inning or 10 games Fifty-seven of the third innings with the Rangers in 2014. Uh, Other than that, there's not a whole lot to talk about in terms of former Rangers. For this, Um, I just saw him coming back, and uh, he's also a guy who you might know him for eating crickets. Yeah, that was a thing that happened. Go look up at that video, or or you know, probably don't actually don't look up that video. It's kind of gross and weird, um, but happy for him finding success. Um, Very sad with the Cardinals, but you know, it's fine. Now, let's go ahead and move on to the American League. The best team in the American League in the regular season was the Tampa Bay Rays. And, you know, I had to think that's at least mostly in part to these former Rangers that were uh, doing absolute work. Yeah, in case you forgot, Nelson Cruz is a former Ranger. Yeah, he's on the Rays. In case you missed that, he was with the Twins. He got traded to the Rays. Didn't do as well there, um, but is still an absolute force in the postseason. You know, he continues to defy father time. Yeah, he's 41 years old now. 41. He's listed on baseball as 40 because it's his age 40 season because he started the season at age 40, but he turned 41 on the very first day of July. In 2011, in case you forgot, Nelson Cruz is the reason the Rangers went to the 2011 World Series. You get mad at him about the defense stuff in the World Series, and it's, it's more of a... I've rehashed this issue a million times, and I'll probably rehash it a million more. It's not his fault that he was out there. Um, it is his fault that he was playing no doubles defense, but without his bat, The Rangers don't get to the World Series. Tigers were extremely good that year. They were incredibly good. They had three guys who um, were just absolutely nailed at the top of the rotation. They had Max Scherzer and uh, Justin Verlater. Oh, and Miguel Cabrera. And their lineup was absolutely just absurd that year. In six games, Nelson Cruz just absolutely went to work on him. Um, Hit six home runs, including a walk-off grand slam. I believe he's top 10 with his 17 career postseason home runs. He has an OPS. Of 1,019 and 46 career playoff games. Yeah, he has been ridiculously good. He hit 32 home runs in the regular season at the age of 41. Guy continues to defy father time. Um, also Pete Fairbanks, a reliever that just absolutely soared through the Rangers ranks after um getting a second Tommy Don surgery, granted him superpowers of incredible velocity and being really stinking good at baseball. Um he went from single A to the majors in one year. He has been with the Rays ever since. He was, it was a one for one trade in the Nick Solak trade, which again, never trade with the Rays. Just don't do it. They're gonna get the best of you. And if they ask for one of your players, just assume that, that person is going to be fantastic. Um, and tell them no, suck it. We're not doing that. Um, <clears throat> unfortunately, the Rangers didn't do that. And they traded to him. And he's been really solid. Not as much this year, but he's just got some wicked velocity. He's still 27 years old. Um, a 359 ERA in just under 43 innings and 56 strikeouts. Also, another former Ranger, Jeffrey Springs, who's on the 60 day IL. Um, pitched in 43 games just under 45 innings, um, struck out sixty-three, a guy who showed nothing close to this level of promise, but still did amazing with the rays, because of course he did. Of course he did. That's what everyone does. And uh, it's not fair. It's not fair. Rays stop being so good or spend money and be better. Like pick one, pick a lane because you make me very, very angry. Um, So those are the former Rangers on the Rays. Now we look further into that division and the Yankees. If if you're just picking based purely on numbers, uh, the Yankees have the most former Rangers on their roster. Yeah. Did they all play for a long time with Rangers? Don't worry about it don't worry about it. The main one is Joey Gallo. Yes, Joseph Nicholas Gallo had a rough start to his time there um, in New York. We talked about that a lot. We talked about how he misses the Rangers because I still miss him. This is actually my uh, Joey Gallo um, Texas Ranger jersey. That's why it's a little tighter than I would like because I bought it when I was a thinner man filled with more hope that Joey Gallo would actually be playing his first playoff game with the Texas Rangers. But Sometimes dreams die. Um, Joey Gallo's dream of being a Yankee did not die. um, And, you know, he found his footing with the Yankees in 28 games in September. From September 1st to the end of the regular season, Joey hit eight home runs. Um, This will be his first playoff game. Um, He has a a pension, as we know, for hitting home runs in big games. Um, He hit a a home run, I believe a walk-off home run, his double-A debut, if memory serves correctly, which it might not because my memory is not great, but I'm, I'm pretty darn sure that that happened. I do remember being... In the crowd watching Joey Gallo hit his first home run at the big league level in his debut game. Of course he did. First time he faced Clayton Kershaw. What did he do? Hit a like 450-foot massive bomb in Dodger Stadium. I believe he whiffed the first two times, but he did get Clayton Kershaw for an absolutely massive bomb. Also, what did he do in his his debut, his his farewell game? He hit a home run that won the Rangers the game and uh then he left and made me sad but it's not his fault it's not your fault joey it's not your fault so this man knows how to hit big home runs also in his first series against the rangers it wasn't his first game back against the rangers i think his neck was still bothering those first two but in his first series against his former club he had hit an absolute massive tater so this guy knows how to come up big in big moments he hasn't had the chance to do it at the big league level yet but we all knew he was going to get to play in postseason games, whether it's going to be with the Rangers or with someone else. And uh, sadly, it's with someone else. So, um, good luck to Joey Gallo in the wild card game tonight. Yeah, you make you're making me cheer for the Yankees, and I feel dirty and gross about it. Um, so you better at least do well because if you make me appreciate and root for the Yankees and you lose, I'm I'm just going to be real mad. Um, but I'm gonna take a quick break when I come back and look at the other three members former members of the Rangers that are on the Yankees and some of the other teams, and then make some playoff picks real quick right after this word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. We're back and better than ever, and all eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back for another football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code Locked On to receive your bonus from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. So, like I said, there are four former Rangers on this club. Um, and all of them actually were traded. Well, excuse me, Corey Kluber was not traded. Um, but he was last on the Rangers before he was on the Yankees. Um, we have Rugner Odor who has done, you know, fairly solid work. I, I do feel it's, it's necessary to, to point out. Um, he did leave and Nick Solek was, basically the heir apparent at second base. And that's kind of why the Rangers shipped him off. Um, he Nick Solek did have a bad year, but he did have a higher OPS than Rugner Odor. Rugner Odor had a 665 OPS, just for context. Granted, I don't think he hit more home runs than Odor. Odor had 15 home runs this year, um, but it's fine. Odor did fine in 102 games, played some third base for the first time in his major league career. Um, did fine. Good for him. He has played in the playoffs before. Um, I believe it was in 2015 and 16. Um, let me double check this real quick um, because he was called up in 2014. Um, yeah, like I said, in 2015 and 16. So he has eight games of playoff experience. Um, is a uh, Has a 864 OPS in the playoffs. Yeah, he has two postseason home runs in those eight games. Um, also had a double. Did really well. In that first ALDS in 2015, um, hit 278 on base of 381. Yeah, 381. That was only with one walk because you know context is is smaller. Um only struck out four times in 21 plate appearances. So yeah, did fairly good work there. And uh we all know how it ended up there after that. Um Corey Kluber is another former ranger that is on this team. Um, he's not gonna start in the uh the wildcard game. So if they lose then he's not going to get a chance for another postseason start. He is a 35-year-old who has pitched 80 innings for the team this year. He also no-hit the Rangers, one of the two no-hitters that were thrown against the Rangers. It's fine. I'm fine. We're all fine. Also, he was the one who the Rangers acquired by trading Emmanuel Clause, who has a 102-mile-an-hour cutter, who he used to give the Rangers... Their 102nd loss of the season and end their season uh, he's a copel grad and uh only pitched one in the rangers it's not it's not his fault i'm still mad um it's i'm not mad at him i'm just mad at um his his arm and his injuries um this would be his 10th postseason start um has been walloped a little bit in the past but you know did all right and i believe he pitched in the world series that uh the Cubs ended up winning in 7 games. Joey Rodriguez has done very well, a uh 2.84 ERA in 19 innings of work. He was part of the Joey Gallo trade. Uh, I was supposed to be John King, but you know, I'm pretty gr- pretty glad that it was Joey Rodriguez. Um there were some health concerns that came up that uh is why John King is still a member of the Rangers. Um and I believe went on the 60-day IL almost immediately after that. Um but yeah, Martin Perez is a uh former Ranger who is on the Red Sox. It, Will not be pitching in this one. He's done fine. Um, he's been away from the Rangers for three years. Um, he also has one postseason start, and uh, I don't think the rain, The Red Sox are going to win. They might. I mean, it's it's going to be pretty close. Both of these teams are really good. Um, but in his one postseason start, Martin Perez went five innings, gave up four runs in a five to one ALDS game three loss to Toronto. Um, he put up a four seventy six ERA and one hundred and fourteen innings to work with Boston this season. Um, moved to the bullpen after not being a super great starter, had an ERA plus around 100, so just right about league average, which you know that's about what he is. Um, and before Dane Dunning, he was the most successful homegrown pitcher the Rangers had developed basically outside of Marty or uh, excuse me, Matt Harrison. Um, in I don't know, a decade, so. Good luck, Martin Perez. Not as good luck as uh, I'm wishing to Joey Gallo. Um, I still hope you get nothing but nice things, and uh, I guess if you move on, that's consolation. Um, Now, the last two former Rangers I'm here to talk about um, on the next last postseason team. There are no former Rangers on the Astros, so um, yeah, have no qualms about just hating on them um, with grueling intent. Um, They deserve nothing but animosity and vitriol and hatred. Maybe there is a future Ranger on that team in Carlos Correa. I'm hoping not um, for plenty of reasons. Um, Fine player. Um, I liked him a whole lot when he was coming up, but then he turned into kind of a heel um, for the Astros and really leaned into that a little bit more than I, I liked. I would have rather Alex Bregman and Jose Altuve lean into that. So I could just keep on hating them because they were never a chance. They were going to be Rangers. There's always a chance that Carlos Correa is going to come to Texas. um, Well, the, the Northern part of Texas, but, I don't know. Anyway, Chicago White Sox have two former Rangers. Lance Lynn, of course, his first season with the White Sox, he continued absolutely dominating like he did when he was a member of the Texas Rangers, put up a career best 269 ERA, which was pretty nice, in 157 innings to go with 176 strikeouts. And that ERA would have been the best in the American League if he hit the number of required innings to be among the qualifiers. Um, yeah, there were not a whole lot of qualifi- qualifiers. Um, I believe there were 15 um, and, uh, Jordan Lyles was among the qualifiers. Um, so yeah, um, he has a 480 ERA in a 54 and a third postseason innings. Um, he won a world series with St. Louis or excuse me, lost world series with St. Louis in 2011, still, still forgot that I was denying that. Um, but he was a rookie out of the pen, hasn't started a whole lot of postseason games. Um, but he is a completely different pitcher than he was back then. And, uh, also by the way, he led his team in war. 5.4 Baseball Reference war higher than Carlos Rodon at 5.0 and higher than Tim Anderson at 4.6 and uh, he pitched the fourth most inning among their pitching staff this year. So really solid, solid year for Lance Lynn. Also another former Ranger is there. You think like, okay who who could it be? Who uh, there's also Nick Williams who pit, played four games there. Uh, I'm not counting him, um, <laughs> but I am counting. The Mr. Do-It-All, Larry Garcia, um, a 30-year-old who played in under 25 games, or I believe around 26 games for the Rangers, plays literally every single position. He was the main piece in the Alex Rios trade. Um, yeah, the Alex Rios trade, in case you remember that. Um, he is a 30-year-old now, has played in nine big league seasons. Good on him. Honestly, I wasn't quite sure how strong a career he have. He was a guy who was a, very much glove first shortstop, a excellent defensive shortstop, but now plays literally everywhere. He's played every position on the big league field outside of catcher and first base. Why he hasn't played first base. I don't know. Yes, he has pitched. He has pitched. He played center field. He's played left field, right field, um, more games in the outfield than the infield, but still a pretty decent defender at shortstop. But they have Tim, Tim Anderson, third base, second base. Um, this man can do it all. Not a lot of power, but, um, you know, has played in nine seasons and done a lot for them. Um, yeah, played in exactly 25 games with the Rangers back in 2013 before being traded. Um, but yeah, good on you, Larry Garcia. I keep seeing him in White Sox lineups and think, ah, oh, that guy's still there. So I said, I was going to make some postseason, um, picks and I'm going to go ahead and do that. Looking at this, um, postseason bracket. Now let's start with the AL Wild Card because at this bracket I'm looking at it's on the left. So I'm going to work left to right. Um, and uh, just go through the entire AL, then go through the NL, then pick my uh, World Series winner. And then if I'm feeling generous, I will pick a uh, MVP for the World Series. Um, First, I just want to thank you guys again for making Locked On Rangers your first listen of the day. Um, Please keep making us your first listen. Also, please subscribe to us on YouTube if you haven't already, um, and keep listening, and uh, keep appreciating the show because I appreciate you guys and all you do listening to this show really means the world to me. Now let's make some playoff picks that are almost assuredly going to be wrong. No matter how much thought and effort I put into this now wild card game, I say Yankees take it. I say Joey Gallo hits a massive walk-off bomb and uh, I cry a little bit. Um, not too much, just a little bit. Then we get the Yankees versus the Rays. Um, yeah, I just I don't see the Yankees beating the Rays, especially since the Rays did such a number on them to end this season. The Rays are just such a stinking good baseball team. It makes me angry how good they are. I wish they were either better or worse. Um, not this we're good enough to not spend money thing. It's a whole other thing. But anyway, I picked the Rays, um, White Sox, Astros. Um, yeah, I picked the White Sox. That's that's a pretty easy pick. I am not going to pick the Astros. I don't care if I'm wrong. I'm just never going to pick the Astros and once again, uh, I am going to pick the White Sox against the Rays. I just, I feel good. I feel good. I feel good about this White Sox team. Um, they're just very deep. They're very talented. And I know that the Rays are as well, but I trust the starting pitchers of the White Sox and I trust their offense a little bit more. Um, we saw Randy Rosarena go absolutely bonkers um, last postseason. He might do that again this year. But outside of that, their lineup, it felt like was pretty thin. It's not that much uh, thicker, thicker, deeper, whatever. Uh, I don't like the adjectives I'm using to describe the words here, but it's, it's fine. Uh, Brandon Lau had a good year. Juan De Franco is pretty good. Um, Austin Meadows seemed to bounce back. But still, um, also Nelson Cruz was there. Oh, gosh. Am I talking myself into it? No, no, I'm not talking myself into it. Um, sorry, Nelson Cruz. Love you to death. Miss you. Wish you had never left the Rangers, life would have been much better if you didn't. Um, But, you know, the past is the past. Um, And, oh, oh, by the way, Darren O'Day also pitched for the Yankees this year. Um, Just a fun little fact there. But, yeah, I'm going to pick the White Sox to win the American League and go on to the World Series. Now, let's look at the NL bracket. Um, Yeah, I wish nothing but sadness and harm on the St. Louis Cardinals every single year. So I'm going to continue that trend and pick the uh, Dodgers. And then let's look at the one versus four. It's still insane that the Dodgers won over a hundred games, and they're a wild card team. Um, and you know what? I, I I feel weird doing this, but uh, I'm sorry, Giants. But I think the Dodgers are just a better team. They have this team. Well, actually, there's still a lot of old people on this Giants team, but uh, the Dodgers have more recent postseason success. Um, I think they're a deeper team. I think their top end talent is more top end. And um, I just, I I might be proven wrong, but I I still just don't get how (laughs) this Giants team has been so good this year. So I am picking the Dodgers to go ahead to the NLCS. Um, Braves versus Brewers. (sighs) I'm feeling the Braves. I'm just, I'm feeling the Braves. I thought very little about this Brewers team. I still don't trust their lineup. I still don't trust the Brewers lineup. Um, Maybe it's good. Maybe it's not and they did win 95 games, and their pitching staff is really dang good. It's really dang good. I mean, in case you don't know this, uh, Brandon Woodruff is really good. They're all under 30. Brandon Woodruff has been fantastic this year. Corbin Byrne has been just excellent. Freddie Peralta has been really stinking good. Adrian Hauser, um, Eric Lauer as well. Um, Brett Anderson, literally six starters deep. They're all really good. Um, Josh Hader, can't stand him as a person, um, but a fine baseball pitcher. Um, they've got Hunter Strickland who's done very well. Brad Boxberger, Brent uh Suter, um the bullpen. Bullpen is solid. Um, but I still I don't trust this lineup. There are not that many guys that really scare, scare me. Willie Damas has been um solid. Um, and uh Avisio Garcia has been solid as well. Eduardo Escobar has been uh decent in his uh 48 games of work um but there's just not that many guys have that have an ops over 800 um and that scares me and there's nobody that's consistent in their lineup that has an ops over 900 so i just don't trust them to um get it done in this series i think it's gonna be a really good series i think it's gonna be an offensively challenged series but i trust this braves lineup um a lot more than i trust the lineup of the brewers as good as their pitchers have been i just i just don't trust it um anyway that leaves us with dodgers braves a rematch in the NLCS. And you know what? I'm sorry. It, it's such a chalk pick, but uh, it's it's the Dodgers are just so stupid good. They're just so good. It's hard to pick against them. Then we have a White Sox-Dodgers World Series rematch. Um, They're going to be pitching their own stadiums. We're not going to get to see Lance Lynn um, in there, but I think not having Clayton Kershaw is going to be a problem for them. Um, I think he's going to be out for most of the playoffs. He's on the I.O. right now. And uh, Dave Roberts said he wasn't optimistic that he was going to pitch again this season. Um, And he's going to be free agent after this year. Is he going to go back to Texas? No, he's probably not. He's probably going to sign a deal with the Dodgers, um, and that'll be fine. But Dodgers are going to miss him in this playoffs if he does not pitch. So I am going with the White Sox. I feel good about it. I don't feel that good about it. I feel good enough about it. You know, it's fine. All these picks are probably going to be wrong. I'm Just knowing me, every single one will be wrong, and we'll get a Cardinals-Astros World Series, and I will just want to die. And I will want baseball to end forever. But um, at this point, that's not what I'm picking um, because, you know, I still have some hope and some faith. So, uh, yeah, I'm picking for both those teams to lose at the earliest possible date, um, hopefully a sweep in the case of the White Sox sweeping the Astros. Um and if the Astros go ahead and ruin my World Series winning pick in the first round, um, it'll give me more reason to hate the Astros, which you know, maybe that's a good thing. You can always use more reason to hate the Astros, but those are my picks. Um, I did say that I was gonna pick um an MVP if I was feeling spicy. And you know what? Tim Anderson. I think Tim Anderson has an absolutely amazing series on the biggest stage. Um, he's a guy who comes up clutch, and I want him to bat flip the holy hell out of a home run. I want to hit a walk-off home run in the postseason just so I can see how absolutely insanely Jack this guy gets. Um, He is one who celebrates his own success and has fun and is very unapologetically himself and is so cool. He is probably the coolest star in baseball. Mookie Betts would be it, but uh, I'm sorry, Mookie. This feels personal, but I can't get behind calling someone the coolest star if they're just super duper into bowling, like good on you, that's cool, that's great. I mean, it's it's not cool, but like, you know, cool in my sense of the word. But Tim Anderson is just, oozes cool. He is so talented, so much fun to watch, just like this White Sox team. Um, So yeah, I feel decent about picking them to win the World Series. It, it, It might end up being a rematch of last year with the Dodgers and the Rays. But you know, in that case, should be some really good baseball all around. A lot of really good baseball teams. Wild card game is going to be fun Um, in the AL. It's going to be fun in the NL unless the Cardinals win. Then I'm going to be very angry um, because it's probably going to be because of some Cardinals devil magic, but it's fine. We're fine. Postseason is here. Good luck to Joey Gallo. Good luck to all the former Rangers, except for the ones that uh, left and made me sad. Um, But you know what? Good luck to even those guys. That's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Ranger. I'll be back later in this week, doing a crossover with the new host of the Locked on Dallas Stars podcast, talk about some crossovers, some, you know, all kinds of stuff. Hockey and baseball can be a lot of fun. Be sure to tune into that coming on later this week. I'm actually literally about to go get off this podcast and record that one. Should be out either tomorrow or sometime later on this week. Who knows if Joey Gallo hits a walk-off bomb in the wild card game. I'm going to record an emergency podcast and go absolutely bonkers. Wait, just kidding. They're <laughs> the away team. That's not going to be able to happen. But who cares? We're going to be watching playoff baseball tonight. So until next time, don't forget to enjoy baseball.